Welcome back to the Soul Sister Podcast. I'm Randy. And I'm Kayla. And it's just us again today. How's your week been, Kayla? It's been good. Yeah, lots of sessions. So good. I, I have this weird complex with time. I either feel like I'm wasting it or too busy. So just me flip-flopping between those two feelings. But other than that, great sessions. Living the dream. Sweet. How about you? Uh, you know what? The last little bit, it's been busy. I've been busy. Lots of coaching. Lots of just stuff happening. I have a nice. busy week at the clinic this week. So, yeah. Things are picking Good. up. I don't know if you felt it, but there's like a shift. Oh, for and sure. Just happened in like the last day and a half. Yeah. And Absolutely. It was, it was just weird. It was like yeah no I definitely feel it I feel the shift happening like just getting busier and then my guides were kind of quiet for a little bit and then mm -hmm. they've been reaming me out again lately and I'm like okay I get it that's so so funny I know they're so ruthless but it's like out of love you know mm -hmm. you can like feel the love behind it but you're like fuck you guys I get such a kick out of other people's guides because yeah. mine are just not at all Really? Like, no, they're so chill. And they're they just, just like there not doing anything? Pretty much. <laughs> no, mine, like I said, it's like I almost feel spoiled sometimes because I feel like I'm like, you know, bumper, or like, I don't even, like bumpers on the bowling alley. Yeah. Every time you get a little bit, they're like, mm, you know, mm, and it's like only because I can hear them now before it wasn't so easy. But yeah, they make it pretty clear usually. Ugh. You're lucky. Mine are just like, what do you think? <laughs> well, maybe that means that they trust you to make the right decision and maybe not as much me. <laughs> or maybe I didn't put enough thought into who I was picking and they're just lazy. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, totally. Or maybe you guided for them once and they were like, bitch, you didn't help us. Yeah. Bro, I can see myself doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You figure it out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's payback probably. <sighs> Anyway, so this week we're talking about how to channel spirit. Yes. How to tap in. Tap, tap, taparoo. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're both like, oh, Lord, where are we going to go with this? Who knows what that what movies that's from, by the way. Just tap it in. Tap it in. Tap, tap, taparoo. If you know what I'm talking about, let me know on Instagram and I'll let you know if you're right and if you would you do know what it is, you're awesome. <laughs> I'm like, do I know? I don't know, though. I don't know if you know or not. I can't give it away, though. So you're you'll a little, have to be the first person that puts it on Instagram. You're a little young. Oh, yeah. You probably don't know them. But you might. I don't know. Think I've been surprised by less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. Maybe I know. Maybe I don't. Oh, yes, on Instagram, and you can tell me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, too funny. That is too funny. So here's the deal, you guys. When it comes to spirit, it's, I hate that question. How? How do you do it? How? How do you tap in? How? 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 Well, everybody's different, first of all. So what works for me might not work for you. And what works for Kayla 
might not work for you, mm -hmm. right? So let me, but I'm gonna just help you out here. And it's a different way. Sometimes we just need a different way of thinking of things. So when we think about spirit, I want you to just take a minute right now while we're while we're sitting here and you're listening we're going to pause and you're going to think about what spirit is what do you picture are you picturing some big astral god are you thinking like it's just around us it's energy or are you like picturing angels like or ghosts what is spirit to you because that's gonna be a big help to you, okay? Because <laughs> I'm gonna break it down for you in a second and you're gonna go, oh, duh. And then we won't have to talk about it anymore and the thing will be over. No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so think about what you're picturing. And if you're like 99% of my clients or the world, you're picturing something. So let's flip that for a little bit. I'm going to put an image in your head and see if you can get what I'm saying here before I explain it. So instead of this, whatever it is you're picturing, when you think of spirit, I want you to think of a mirror. Think of a mirror because when you look in the mirror and you see yourself, you see spirit. Because, or I'm looking at Kayla. I see spirit. I'm looking at the table. I see spirit because it's all energy and we are all connected. We are all one consciousness, whether it's an animal, whether it's a plant, whether it's another person, whether it's yourself, a table, whatever, it's all energy. So tapping into spirit is as simple as talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not a big thing. No. And that's the, that's the problem I think is everyone has this big Ta-da! It's a thing. It has to be yeah. a big moment. And you have to hear it like, ding dong, spirit is here to talk to you. Yeah. Ding dong, spirit calling. Yeah. Like, it's not, it does not have to, actually, it's usually not. No. Or at least in my experience. No. I don't know about you. Not at all. Not even a close. It's like, honestly, you if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably been doing it your whole life, which is why you feel like you can't do it. Because everyone talks about it's this big magic moment and it's I have connection to spirit and I can hear spirit. So we think that we don't have that gift because everyone can tap in at any given moment. You're probably doing it right now. Yeah. Right? Where do thoughts come from after all? Yeah. Probably the collective consciousness. Yeah. So it, picking up on other people's energy if you're an empath. Shouts out to all my empaths out there. Guess what? When you're feeling that, you're channeling spirit. Spirit's talking to you through your feelings, right? We kind of, we already had the podcast about the spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. And I am really am animated right now and I don't know what's happening. All the arm movements. Um, all the arm movements. <laughs> I can't sit still. But we already talked about the psychic abilities. Well, that's spirit right there. If you sense like ghosts, spirits, ancestors, that's channeling spirit. 
if you hear voices kind of like that clear audience talking to you and you're like weird i don't i wouldn't say that you're channeling spirit so exactly. it's are those like intrusive thoughts that pop in and you're like why did i just think of that why did it just appear right now yeah that, that's spirit. really out of character for me weird channeling spirit you have a dream you're channeling spirit like you guys make it uh make it mundane mm -hmm. make it normal because it is and i get a lot of people that um a big thing about channeling spirit is learning to tune in and you have to put time into that before you can build the trust so if you, don't skip the work Mm -hmm. that's such a big thing like with the Akashic Records god when I first started it was so hard I didn't feel tapped into my intuition I did not feel tapped into channeling spirit so it was fucking painstaking processes but I went and it was exhausting like I just how everyone's different but when I started going into the Akashic Records I would become exhausted like perm like instant need to nap like you couldn't escape it. You had to go nap. So it was really, really draining on me. And I just kept going, kept going, kept going. And people, you got, everyone just gives up too early. Yeah. Is what happens. Yep. Oh, it didn't work the first time. It wasn't really accurate. I give up. I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, you're right. Trust is the big issue. Because even... And we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. But it's it's a real thing. It is. It is. So if you're not open to receiving the answer, you guys, and okay, let me know again on Instagram or whatever, if you're guilty of this, because I know I am. So you, you practice your intuition, right? Or you, you practice connecting with your guides, let's say, and you're driving down the road and you're like, you know what? guides let's connect and i want you to show me a sign today that shows me i'm on the right path can be whatever just show me something that i'm gonna know it's a sign mm -hmm. and let's say you look over into the ditch and you see a bird that does not belong in your area or you know let's say it's march and there's a duck back already when they're never back in march mm -hmm. they're usually not even back in april but you're like weird look there's a duck <laughs> cool so yeah guys about that sign you mean the one they literally just showed you yeah right so if you're not open to receive it it doesn't matter how many times they slap you in the face with a sign you're not going to see it and if you do see it and go i wonder if that's my sign you're not trusting it yeah. And it does, from my experience in the Akashic Record, something they taught me was that the more you begin to look for the signs, the more they actually start to give you. And it's just how it works. Like you're building that trust. They give you more and more. And I think if you are getting signs from spirit, you know that they're way more intense now than they were when you first began your awakening. And it's because you're listening now. So they're trying to get your attention as often as possible to like validate you or course correct you or give you the sign that you're looking for. And I mean, it's so easy. We all know people that have lived in those like 
they're kind of skeptics, right? Mm-hmm. And like things will come and course correct them. And they're like, oh, that's just a coincidence. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. sure is. Massive eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> Collective groan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was one of those people. So I can't like, I've always been a conspiracy theorist for sure, mm-hmm. but it was more grounded. Like what's the government hiding or are aliens real or, you know, are we all going to, is there going to be a plague and things like this? And it's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. High school Kayla would be very validated knowing what's going on in the <laughs> yeah, world right kidding. now. Oh, that's so so I've always been questioning, but if anything came to like spirituality or like, you know, there's help out there and angels, I probably would have eye rolled and be like, mm, it's a coincidence. Yeah, so would, so would I, actually. Yeah. But yet I was little paranormal ghost girl at the same time. Really? Actually, but I like, do believe in ghosts, yeah. Yeah. It's like you have all the puzzle pieces, but you don't put them together until you're older. And then one day I was like... I do believe that ghosts are real. So if ghosts are real, obviously people can't really die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm missing something here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let us know if you want a ghost podcast because I am into that. I am so into that. Yeah. I will talk about that all day. I got a million and one stories. Hmm, I don't have a million, but I still live with one. I still live with one. Oh, cool. Now that I'm going to freak you out next time we record in my attic. (laughs) Ghosts don't really freak me out. Oh, that's good. Not anymore. Depends unless they're, you know, even if they're bad or like, like negative or like, you know, like to cause trouble. Now I kind of get it. So. It's not as bad. No. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a bonus episode. Ghost stories. Ghost stories. With Randy and Kayla. Anyway. Love it. That was a total side tangent. Oh, yeah. Now I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think tell. it was definitely like building the trust. and. Oh, right. Building yeah, the trust. Building the trust in it. Yeah. So, open to receiving. Open to receiving. That's where we were. Open yeah. to receiving. Next all. Next all. What is it? What am I trying to say? <laughs> wow, we're good. And I'm tired because I get giggly like that when I'm tired. Um no, the trust. The trust is the next part. Because once you're open to receive, then you will receive. But if you're mm-hmm. not trusting yourself to recognize the signs that are slapping you in the face every five seconds, or you're not trusting yourself to believe these messages that you're asking for or that you are channeling, then what's the point? Why do you want to know mm-hmm. how to channel spirit? Exactly. And You have to trust and trust. I feel like building trust is like building muscles, like literally like going to like strength train. It's like at first you suck, you can't do anything. And then you just have to keep showing up, right? Keep going, keep going, keep going. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I've moved from five pounds to 25 pounds. And it's like, it's dedication and commitment to your craft, you know? So it's about, yeah, like finding your why, why, you know, why do you want to channel spirit? Because if you don't know why you want to, you just want to say for the sake of anything that you can channel spirit, you're never going to get there. There has to be that authenticity, that dedication, that openness, because it's, it's easy to do, mm-hmm. but not easy to trust. So you have to put the work in and like show up yeah, and be open to receiving and be open to building that trust. Because if you just want to come in and prove it wrong, Spirit don't waste time. Like there's these no. kind of guides in the Akashic record and they don't belong to anyone. They help people manifest and they're not going to waste their time if you're not open to receiving. 
So I meet people that have like 40 of these guides, but then I meet people that have zero because the, the guides are like, nah, she's not listening. So why yeah. would we? It's exactly. not our job to convince her. Because no. it's your job to say, I'm ready to receive and allow it to come through. Exactly. The universe is not interested in proving you proving itself right. Yeah. It's not it's here to existence. prove itself to you. Yeah, there we go. Like, <laughs> That's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Um, exactly. Exactly. And you make an interesting point about what is your reason behind wanting to channel spirit. Mm -hmm. Because if it comes from your ego, which again, is a whole other podcast in itself. But if it comes from a place of, it'll get me attention, or people will respect me, or I will feel special that I can do this. That's not a good reason to try and channel spirit, right? You should be doing it first and foremost for yourself or for the good of the collective. Amen. Because if you're doing it because, hey, spirituality is trendy right now, great. But think about the messages you're going to receive. If you're inauthentic like that, your messages you receive is not going to be authentic. Therefore, who you're speaking to is not going to get a valid message. And if you're doing it for like the attention or the fame or whatever it is that you're wanting, you're not going to have the message that people need or want or respect. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of spinning in circles and there's no point to it. That's huge. And when you mentioned that, it reminded me of when I was um, training in the Akashic Records and just even karma in general. Your intention behind anything you choose to do is mirrored back to you. So you will get wonky, wishy things if you're doing it for a bad um, reason. So let's say I wanted to enter the Akashic Record of Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah. Let's say I wanted to go into his record and read things. I want to do it for my own authority. I've like uselessly, I don't know anything about him. I just think he's attractive. And like, I want to go tell everyone his attractive. news. Attractive. He's fucking hot. Like, see, really is. So hot. <laughs> oh, I can't with guys like that. Oh, mm -hmm. and the eyebrow and the, oh, yeah. Yum. Anyway, anyway sorry. <laughs> my intention is not pure. It's not to help the collective. And I can go in there and try to collect information. But because I'm not going in with integrity, I will get non-integral answers. I won't get the truth. I won't seek true knowledge because I'm not seeking true knowledge for a good reason. So if you're going into something because you, for ego, and you want to be like, oh, I can channel spirit, you're not going to channel anything useful because you're doing it for your ego. And the law of karma is going to be like, let's destroy that. Yeah. You're going to get really egoy things coming out of there. And you're just, it's just going to be a mess. Just, it's going to blow up in your face. Yeah. And, and that whole feeling special thing, I think, Maybe one day we could do a whole podcast on that because I remember that feeling. Like I was like, I want to be special. I want to, I want to be somebody. I want to like, and it wasn't, mm -hmm. I didn't want attention. If you know me or you follow me, like putting myself out there is so difficult because I don't like attention, mm -hmm. but I like to feel, I liked to feel inside that there was something more to me. I was like, I feel like there's something more to me. And I got caught in ego when I first started oh, for sure. and looking back at that version of myself, I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like we're all special. We're all have so much to offer. And it's about learning to fall in love with like 
you. Yes. And if, so if you're trying to carbon copy someone else's path or channel spirit because someone you look to is doing it, uh, you're going to get screwed up. you got to find it for the right reasons because you just, you just can't. Inauthenticity is dead. Exactly. I mean, it's going to be dead. Like right now, when we move into this 5D energy, this age of Aquarius, we are not allowed to take inauthenticity with us. So we're going to be forced to shed it or it's going to crash and burn in front of our face. So just stop, find the right reasons. You're cheating yourself. Mm -hmm. There was a sad guru quote that I, something along the lines of, I don't know what the actual quote was, but it was along the lines of everybody has their own unique magical gifts but they never find out what they're what they are because they're too busy trying to tap into someone else's. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So even in the akashic records, people have different gifts and energies, and I don't. It's like people want to share. Like, what's your gift? What's my gift? What's this? And it's like, don't fucking compare yourself to other people's because we instantly get jealous. We have like gift envy because mm -hmm. yeah, we have we don't take the time to really. What does that mean to me? And like honor ourselves and like love that about ourselves we're just like oh that person's an empath or you know that person's a healer oh that person's hot, a medium that hot but yeah oh that's mm -hmm. a big one yeah um that hot button word is like what people are craving and they just ignore what's real for them and if you ignore what's real for you you're not going to get anywhere sorry to say karma don't work like that you no. cannot follow someone else's journey and expect to achieve it and a great example is like just think of the job you're in now. Mm -hmm. Maybe you hate your job and you're miserable. Nothing goes right. No one respects you. Um, your money situation sucks. And then you look at somebody else you work with. They might have more bills, more children, more things, but yet they're traveling. They're loving life. They're happy. They're content. Their gifts may be totally thriving and jiving theirs and yours don't. So it doesn't matter if you guys make the same salary or have the same job description. One of you is doing good and one of you ain't. So that's the same thing with your gifts. If you want to carbon copy someone else's gift and intention, doesn't matter. It's not for you. It's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. At all. At all. At all. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so bad. And here's the thing. We kind of forget. As we're busy comparing ourselves to everybody else and their dog that we, you know, feel envious of. We never stop to think for one moment that someone feels that way about us. Oh, for sure. And they do. Mm -hmm. They do. I know that's a big ego trap for me. I'm like, oh, man, no one wants to be like me. Oh, you know, I suck. And oh, this, that. Not so much now, but when I was <laughs> younger. It's like, hard to think of that. I'm like, well, people really think that. But I, yeah, I guess. Like, and that's the same for all of us. There's always somebody out there who wishes they had what you have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But again, our ego is like, how many of you right now were just like, that's not true. Just that, that voice. Nope. You're wrong. God, our ego is such a dick. I know they're such a dick. Ugh. But that's what runs our life. That's why, that's why we compare. Cause it's, it feeds our ego. Yeah. And I honestly do believe that society wants us to compare and contrast. Yes, because they do. Let's just, not that I want to get into conspiracy corner with Kayla here or anything, but like, <laughs> like, let's think about it for a minute. The, the well, the powers that be do very fucking little and they have a lot of power, freedom, money, because we are at the bottom of the pyramid and we hold them up. 
And at any, they know that at any given moment, if we fucking remembered what we were and reclaimed our power and totally all became uh, self-employed and followed our truth, they know about manifesting. They know you can't fail at being you. So they constantly try to put these scenarios in place so that we never remember that we have infinite potential infinite ability to manifest and live in alignment. So there's things like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all these social medias and like movies. Everything is deliberately structured to distract you from ever tapping into what you are. That's why there's labels. Yes. Labels or like keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, I'm sorry, that shit is not cool. Like, it's just the worst distraction ever. So we can look at these people and be like, wow, wouldn't that be nice? And it's, literally to derail you from realizing you can literally have anything you want as long as you get into that authentic standpoint and get to work exactly again we're all energy we're all divine that's the thing right we don't we don't like to get told that yes that we are divine we have the power oh for sure so when you're channeling spirit fucking tapping into yourself exactly that's why i said with the analogy with the mirror you're tapping into yourself or hey Think of it this way, if you need to, if your ego just, you're, you're working on it, which props to you, by the way, if you're working on fixing that, then, oh my God, you're amazing. And I totally just bow down to you because that's hard work. But if you <laughs> yes, need to, bravo, seriously, <laughs> seriously. But if you need to, and you know, your ego is being a dick and you need to be like, okay, I want to be like so-and-so. Well, then tap into so-and-so. They're part of the collective. They're part of the one consciousness. You want to be like that? Be like that. You are. You already are. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So if you don't want to look in the mirror, look at someone you admire. Look at your cat. Be like, I want to be that. I am that. Yeah. And there's, if you guys have pets. Okay. So now we're going to get into a little bit of how do you find things, right? So... This is one of the things that I did ever since I was a kid. And I'm sure if most people heard me say out loud, they would tell me I was crazy, (laughs) which whatever. I've been called that my whole life. Not a big deal. But I used to communicate, and I still do, with my animals telepathically. Cool. Right? You look at them and they, they would, we would have conversations in my head. But I knew they were answering me. And as a kid, you don't, or even or even your imaginary friends, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, for real. Right? It's, you can hear that and you don't question it. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you want something to practice on, practice with your pets. Mm-hmm. Right? And I can't, I, like, I read about that way later in life and I've just been tapping into it now. And I've been, like, trying to talk to the animals. They're just like, What's, what did you do today? And I'll just show you a little like image of what they were doing. And you're like, oh, cool. Like, that sounds like fun. Or, you know, like, yeah, just see what happens. And it just takes you a while to believe it. But it's really cool. Like even yesterday, actually, um, I seen that my dog had buried a bone. I could see it. She didn't do a very good job at it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's weird. And then anyway, my partner comes home and he's like, oh, like, what do you guys do today or whatever? And great like he said out loud he's like oh you buried a bone did you and i was like what the fuck and like he's really intuitive he would never like go around broadcasting that but his gifts are way more lit than mine (laughs) and uh he's just i was like what the 
fuck? How did you know that? And he's like, well, she told me. Like, I heard it in, like, I seen it. She showed me a picture of it. And I was like, where'd she bury it? And he's like, by the peony. And I'm like, fuck, that's exactly where she buried it. That's so cool. Like, that's bizarre. So, yeah, like, you know, there's things like that you can actually, like, verify. That's so cool. Yeah, isn't it? Fuck, he's creepy. He's so creepy. And I know cats are really, like, you know how come cats look at you stupid when you try to talk to them? It's because they're like, why is this bitch talking to me with her words? We communicate telepathically. So I was, like, trying that with cats. I was like, I don't have a cat, but my, um some of my family do so I was like what do you guys do and it was like Christmas and I got this little image of like a, a like a toy mouse I'm like oh did you get a toy mouse for Christmas uh-huh. and then they did that's so cute except it was white in my mind and it was like mousy gray in real life and I was like, yeah, close so, enough close enough yeah they showed you the way you needed to see it yeah it's so cool you just have to practice and like be open to it and like push through that I'm crazy yeah the self-conscious like <laughs> yeah. People are going to think I'm a freak. Well, so? Yeah. Or so? practice, yeah, or practice reading on people that you don't really know that well. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you ever, did you ever do this where you make up stories for people? You ever go people watch and be like, <laughs> okay, yes. And then, you know, there's people sitting at a table and it's like, oh, you know, she's totally on her first date and this is their backstory mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other thing. Well, who's to say that's not actually accurate? Exactly. Or like when I was trying to learn how to get into that spirit channeling, I watched this YouTube video and that was the advice that they gave. Like just pick someone that you don't know that well. And honestly, if you just see the color red, when you look at them, be like, I don't know, there's like red, I'm seeing like anger, maybe, or maybe it's a car and just fucking say what you feel and don't think about it. It has to just, when you're talking about channeling spirit, if you listen to the Claire's episode, the channel is through the throat chakra. It shouldn't go through your thought processes. It should just be like, blah, come out of your mouth. Verbal so, diarrhea. Yeah, don't think, just speak. That's where I fucked up. When I when I first started uh, my healing work, of course, little miss me who's just so like, not confident. <laughs> not confident at all. And I did not voice half the shit that I got because I was so scared of being wrong. Same. And actually, sometimes I still catch myself. I'll see something a little bit more intense than what I'm willing to say verbally. So I'll like kind of tone it down. And then they're like, then they'll the client will fill me in later. And I should have just said what I actually saw yeah. because it was like way more correct. Just fucking say it. Yeah. I just, just say it. I do that with my tarot people sometimes. <sighs> Same. But to be fair, sometimes I do it because I get in my own head. Yeah, that too. But sometimes I get shit that I don't say because spirit is like, do not tell them that. Oh, good for you. You know? And I'm like, okay. Because it's not in their, like, it's not in their highest good. Right. Yeah. Right? True. So then you got to get creative and be like, so how am I going to convey a message without outright saying this? Right? So it gets a little tricky. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I know. And yeah, like your confidence, like just don't fucking think about it, to be honest. Just throw it out there. And if you're planning to start channeling, like don't be afraid to use like tools, like cards or Mm -hmm. like use something and then don't read the book. Just this is what I feel this means or this is what I think. And just like fucking wing it because that's what I teach in my intuitive when I teach my intuitive oracle card reading classes. Mm. 
I literally teach people, okay, let's go through this. What, put the book away. Mm -hmm. You can look at it later. Like, don't even look at it. I don't want to hear what it says. And we just look at the pictures and what do you get from it? Yes, that's huge. Yeah. Or like I even noticed we're talking about intentions get mirrored back to you. So there's certain cards that I have that the definition in the book, like when I first oh, looked at it, when yeah. I first looked at it, I was like, I know what this means. And then now it's like no matter what reading I'm doing, I know what that card means based on the first intention that I gave it. Yeah. And then exactly. if the, when I try to read the book, I'm like, ah, this doesn't make any sense. So you just have to, it's just the trust, to be honest with you guys. Like, that's really how you do it. It is how you do it, is the trust. How do you, what was your first, like, because we just talked about how we were both skeptics to begin with. Like, what were some of your turning points? I know you were real witchy growing up, so I'm curious to hear this. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Like, oh, it's a good question. Uh, I don't even know I don't think I think you know I was more skeptic about like the you, angels right <laughs> right whereas I'm like fairies yeah I can get on board with that right. you know ghosts oh yeah for sure see them all the time you know stuff like that but when it came to like yes the more so did you ethereal just, stuff. Did you know you could just like channel spirit like all along? Or when were you like, fuck, I think I'm channeling something here? I did my whole life. I just didn't know I was doing it. Right. So probably really only in the last three years was I conscious of it. Wow. That's so cool. And I'm old, people, so that's... Okay, <laughs> you wish. I am. I'm going to be 40. <laughs> Woo! Woo! 40 is the new 20. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What was my first, my first encounter where I was like, oh, shit. It's hard, right, to think yeah. of that? Okay, I got one. I got oh, one. sweet. I don't want to say it was my first ability when I was like, I'm channeling spirit, but it was my first, like, conviction that something was, like, real so as the story goes I hit a really low period like I don't know like it was like 27 so you know like in your fucking prime in your prime and I was like I'm fucking depressed broke I don't know where to go next so I hit this really low low and remember I was a conspiracy theorist but I wasn't really a believer like I need a lot of hard evidence before I'm like yes this is real and true so I was just at a low point and I was like, Kate, I don't even give a fuck anymore. I have to try something to get somewhere. So I went into hypnosis. Did I ever tell the story? The first hypnosis one? About meeting your guides? Uh, well, that one just freaked me out. But I was like a, the valid story where I could see my own death. And I was like, is this a real death? And No, I don't okay. think you did. Okay, well, these okay. guys haven't heard it. Anyway. All right. Well, if you haven't heard it, these guys definitely haven't. So... I went into hypnosis because I had studied Dolores Cannon a lot. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I literally have nothing left to lose. I'm going to go hypnotized. So I went into hypnosis and honestly, it was a very confusing experience because you're not, if you're not really a believer, you're like, am I just making shit up? So I felt I had just made this whole thing up. And the first life I get taken into, I'm like old timey, um, old timey kind of like streets and she's like well where are you and I was like I don't know she's like go find like a newspaper or a street corner and anyway I find a newspaper and I'm like 
I'm in Chicago and I'm reading the Chicago Tribune. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's funny. I'm like, why the fuck am I in Chicago? And then she's like, take me to an important day. And all of a sudden everyone's really alarmed in the streets. And I can't figure out why everyone's alarmed. And she's like, what's mm-hmm. happening? And I'm like, there, I'm like, you, when you're hypno- hypnotized, you can only find the words that you know in that lifetime. So I was I like, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see if I'm right. I was like, there's a ball of fire falling from the sky. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm obviously making this up because there would definitely be history of meteors falling in Chicago in like what I thought was the 1940s. That was the time period, I guess. <laughs> and anyway, she's like, okay, let's move ahead. Like this seems dangerous. Let's keep moving. So I said, okay. And anyway, I obviously burned in this massive fire and I was like wrapped in bandages and stuff laying in a hospital bed and my husband was there and everyone was all sad and Anyway, I died. And I left that session being like, okay, there's no way people don't know about the meteor shower in Chicago. This is, and I didn't even look it up. I was like, fuck it. That was bullshit. And then a couple days later, I'm trying to process this stuff. I had a little bit of time to sit with it. So I go over to good old Google here and I'm like, the Googs. Yeah. I'm like Chicago fire. And again, not the TV show. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) So Chicago fire. And I don't know a fucking thing about history, as you would know if you've listened to other episodes. So, yeah, there was the Great Chicago Fire in 1870. So my guesstimate was way off. And in the storyline, it goes that there was a cow that knocked over a lantern and it blew the whole city up, which obviously is bullshit. So (laughs) I I actually Googled, I'm like, meteor shower in 1870, Chicago. And there was an article that said that they had connected a string of fires in that year around the American fucking northeast or whatever that is and they believe it was from a meteor shower now and i like my jaw hit the fucking ground and i was like oh my god there's no way you could make that up no way that's so cool there's no way and suddenly i was like holy shit life is more than we think it is so then i started going like very in depth with figuring out how to tap into that more And I don't think my trust built until I was like forced to build it (laughs) through learning the Akashic records. I still didn't believe I was channeling until probably like a year ago where I just stopped trying to control it. I think you told me you're like, stop trying to control everything. And when you try to control the outcome, you are just choking your channel right out. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't even a year ago. It was only a few months ago that you realized that you were doing it. A hundred percent. Cause you messaged and you were like, Holy fuck. I can try. I I think I can channel. And, yeah. And we were. <laughs> I remember being like, "You think? Like, what have you been doing this whole time? You know?" But it's just. It was funny how you don't think you're doing anything. Exactly. And then it turns out, oh, <laughs> I made it a thing that wasn't at all had to be a yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, when you try to control the outcomes and like, like you know, overthink it and overorganize and overanalyze good luck nothing can come through when you got that kind of pressure oh my god I'm so bad at that I have so much I put so much pressure internally on everything and it's like I'm trying to be more float fluid and like thank god because channeling learning to channel and really just trusting that you're you can do it has been huge for me it saves me so much time I don't have to pre-prep and overanalyze everyone's session I'm just like no I see you it's coming through I trust what's going to show up just say it Exactly. Just 
fucking say it and yeah. just get out of your own head. Yeah. So one of the common misconceptions I find when people come to see me to do healing work or even for coaching is that I'm there to heal them, which is not the case at all. So if you guys are anyone who gets energy work done or, you know, you see a coach or whatever, just know, or even when you come see, get a session with Kayla, we help your healing. We do not do it for you. So when I'm working on someone, I clear energetic blocks and allow the energy to flow so that your body can heal itself or you're able to receive what you need to receive, right? In my coaching sessions, I don't do the work for you. I guide you on how to do the work yourself. And that's mm -hmm. so important. It is important because I think some people have this misconception that if you're channeling spirit and you have that special gift where you can tap in, that you're the person that does the healing because you have the gifts. But if you've listened to this session so far, you know that we all have that potential. You know, people like Randy and I, or even you guys, because I know some of you listening are also these really amazing practitioners. 100%. It's, you know, like you just chose to tap in. That's exactly. it. So when you're putting, when your clients are putting pressure on you or when you're putting pressure on your practitioners, it's unwarranted because there's really no difference between me, you and anyone else. It's just the choices we've made to get us here. So you heal yourself. Yeah, you, you can't, can't be putting this channeled spirit or these people on a pedestal because there's really, we're just holding that space and clearing those yeah. blocks so you can do the work. And I do have a lot of people that come back and they say, well, it didn't work. I don't even, I don't have a lot of people, but when I do, I remember them. <laughs> so, um, you know, people, they didn't work. Well, did you do the homework? Did you take the new practices we talked about doing? Did you internalize the information that you were given? Are you applying it daily? Usually the answer is no. These people just thought that, I would do all this magic stuff and they didn't need to do anything about it. If yeah. you do what you've always done, you will be stuck in the scenario you've always been stuck in. If you want better and you want to tap into spirit and you want to grow and you want to heal, you must do something about it. There's yeah. effort required. And that's something I see a lot of people try to bypass. Yes. Teach me how to go into the Akashic records. <laughs> anyone can go in it's about going in again and again and again and again and again until you feel like you're making progress you can't teach that no you have to put the work in yourself you have to have your own work ethic you have to be diligent and you have to be dedicated and you have to want it you have to want it for the right reasons for the right reasons yeah right because again if your ego is driving this you won't have that determination no It'll be like, well, I'm not getting what I want and I must suck and I do this, which is, of course, what feeds our ego, right? Is that self-serving kind of, oh, victim consciousness. Yeah. So you're just perpetuating your own stereotype there. Oh, exactly. And even like, this is something that happens to me. So sometimes I get stuck in my own life and I'm like, what's next? What do I have to do? Where do I go? And I want to pay someone for a session. My guides will sometimes be like, are you fucking serious? Like, no, not everyone else can tell you what you need to know right now. Like, you got to spend five fucking minutes meditating and get to it yourself. So, so I do spend time trying to get to it myself now before I go ask other people for help. But it's so hard to read for yourself. My God. Um, 
but take the time, try to figure it out yourself, check your cards, do a meditation, ask to be shown in your dreams. And then if you can't figure it out, go and get back up. But yeah, like sometimes it could just be sometimes you do you just have a bit of an energy block so oh, things God, aren't yeah. flowing so you're not getting the information and that's a real thing too because yeah. i had a well you bear witness to it i just had a real like i'm in the akashic records i'm all about the timelines because we change time all all we change the future or destiny collectively and individually all the time based on the decisions that we're making so Right now, humanity's in this collective state of like uncertainty because it's like people can rise or fall right now. So the timelines just are all over the place. And they're I jumbled. Try, yeah, they're really jumbled. And I try to follow them because A, I want to predict my own self, but also I work with people. So I want to know where people are at. So I had a moment where my timelines were just like thrown in the air. Like it was like you threw up a bunch of cards and you didn't know it was going to come down. And that is so scary for me because that's where I base my practice on, like not only myself, but everyone else. So I had a moment of like fear and being like, I don't know what's happening. Everything's changing. I don't even know what to predict anymore. And my guide said to me, they're like, you can't see through this panic. Like you got to go talk to somebody like you need to get a professional to hear the, the pieces of the puzzle you're missing. And yep, I... I had a reading done and it was awesome. I got the pieces that I was missing, things I never would have thought of because I was too panicked, <laughs> which sometimes you do need to have that outside perspective. Yeah. Um, I do it all the time. I think it's fun <laughs> getting readings and <laughs> yeah, sessions done. But every once in a while, my guides are like, would you fucking stop already? Yeah. <laughs> I gave myself a session today and I never do that. Oh, good for you. I never do that. So I gave myself a crystal mini crystal healing today because I was just all anxious as fuck for whatever reason. I think it's the collective energy. And I was just like, oh my God, why? And it was out of nowhere. And then I felt fine afterwards. And I was able to do my sessions, which only made it even better. Because mm, working good. on people, it's like, I get the treatment too. So it's yes. kind of nice. But yeah, I never work on myself for whatever reason. Oh, usually. me neither. I don't know why. And I very like... rarely get sessions from other people. Really? It's so fun. I know. I should. I should. I just don't. It's like it doesn't even occur to me. Yeah, you have a pretty good connection with spirit, though, I think. Well, actually, I feel like I do, too, when it comes to my own guidance. We just talked about that beginning. Yeah. I don't even really need other people to tell me. Usually I can hear my guides, except for sometimes when things get really muddied. And, like, there's concepts that I never would have thought of in my own world. So, I mean, they, they talk. My guides are so fucking weird because they talk all the time. <laughs> Right? Like, I'm constantly listening to them. I swear it looks like I'm zoning out to, like, a million and one other people. I'm just listening. But... Yeah, it's said that in your, your reading, remember? Yeah. It's like, look spaced out because listening to the chatter of the background... It is. It's so cool. It's so funny because when I would work in dispatch and stuff, or even at home, it would drive Keith nuts because he loves having stuff on in the background as background noise. And I couldn't fucking handle it. <laughs> Like, cause I mean, at work, I was already listening to radios, phones, people talking in the building, mm -hmm. you know? So my, my focus was split so many times anyway. And then you add spirit on top of that, that I didn't realize was constantly chattering in the background. Oh, sounds like a lot. And then when I came home, Keith would have the TV on when we tried to eat and I was like, shutting it down. Like, I can't do it. Listen to any more chatter. I just <laughs> can't fucking do it. It's too much. Yeah. It's too fucking much. Where was I going with this? Because I just got really animated and oh. upset. But oh, getting yeah. readings for yourself and yeah. So anyway, they, I, 
I make it sound like they don't say anything, which isn't the case. They chatter all the time and they're always going and they tell me about other people all the time. Oh yeah. But yet if I need their help with something, like give me some guidance, <laughs> okay. they're like, why? But why though? I feel like your guides have a really, so uh, a friend of mine was talking about like she works with higher selves and hypnosis and she was talking about how sometimes you meet higher selves and, and guides that are really like they don't give a fuck really and then ones that are really empathetic and it's because they're in different dimensions or different astrals so yeah. the less your guides care the higher they are up because they just look down and they're like they're so far away from grounded humanity so they're like it doesn't really matter you could do whatever you want nothing matters there that's exactly what they're like yeah they're probably from oh, way up there I think my guides have to be, they don't empathize with me. They never feel bad for me, but they like don't want me to be frustrated. So they have to be like a little bit lower, like a little bit yeah. in a lower astral because they do care enough. But yeah, I meet people's higher selves too. And some of them are like, no, fuck you. Do it yourself. And then other people are like, oh, I'm sorry this is happening to you. I'll try to help you as best I can. And now I know why. Yeah. Why do some of our higher selves care and other ones don't? I mean, mine care. But they're just, they just aren't very... They don't take it seriously, it feels well, like. They're, they're just kind of like, mm. They're just not... Can I tell they you don't baby do? me. Oh, yeah. You know? Baby. Well, they but don't yet, feel bad for me. They call me out hard, but they... Uh... But yet, if I'm on the wrong track, like, severely, they will fuck shit up to get me on the right... As we've learned from <sighs> the past. Yeah, good lord. But yet, they're not there to, like... They're like, okay, we've course corrected you, and then they sit back. Mm. Except for one, except for my Eve's pretty, um, pretty loving and, and Zeus, but she's very quiet. Right. She's more of a, I'm going to make you feel better. Mm. You know, what's funny on my team. I think it's like solely a male team. There's like one female and I, all of them, usually like when I first started my awakening, it was like all the male energies talking to me. And then I thought it was only men. And then randomly, like over the past I don't know, six months, but the female has come forth. And I thought she was going to be like really gentle and like loving. She calls me out the hardest. She has the least amount of sympathy for me. That's so funny. And she's the one that calls me on the hard shit. And then the guys are more like, and I guess they're not really male or female, but they just have more masculine or feminine energy. Right. And the yeah. more feminine energy. Oh, she is sassy. And then the guys are kind of just like, you're doing a good job. This is what you need to know now. And you're just like, what? That's not something I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need her though. She's the one who does not sugarcoat things. I'm like, okay, you yeah. got it, man. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love talking when people's guides come through in sessions. I love it. Um, they have, they all have their own personalities. Mm -hmm. Some are really, really nice and nurturing. I'm like, oh, a nice spirit guide and then others are like like yours where they're just listen and it's true actually a lot of times the female energy is the hard ass in my group or uh, in, in a lot group. of people's groups yeah i could see that i think in our society we have gender roles fucking really fucked up because i also see that the the female guides are really really powerful and the male guides are usually like gentle yeah. Fascinating. I never thought about that before. Yeah. Like they're just this because I feel their energy. Right. And like, I don't want to say hard, but if I, that would be the closest word to describe it. It's like they're hard and just no nonsense. Yeah. Right. But it comes across as that kind of like 
firm energy versus that soft kind of flowy loving energy you know and it's still out of love because you can feel the love there yeah i don't know how to describe it but it feels like love but it's like oh listen to me well when i was reading this book i'm really interested in like like myths like mythology i love and i was reading this um and maybe this is where all the oppression of females started because it's like the Gaia, so Mother Gaia, who's mm-hmm. the mother energy of our planet, they described her as like the all powerful, all impartial. So she's the womb of everything that lives on this planet, but she's also the tomb. She's the take, she'll, she'll bring you to life, but she'll take your life too, right? That's so funny. My mom used to tell me that all the time as a kid. She'd be like, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. That's, she used to say that to yeah. me all the time. And that's kind of the true essence of like, what it looks to me to be like in your divine feminine like i'm the womb but i'm the fucking tomb too you better watch out you know and like that myth basically scared the shit out of the masculine energies in the collective so greek and roman history some of our oldest history right that's still present well besides like egypt and sumer but that's like before Mm -hmm. we got into modern day politics so if that scared the shit out of the powers that be in old ancient Greece and Rome, like, of course they're going to start trying to take away the women's power. Like, of course they would, you know, like, fuck, if we're the womb and tomb of every goddamn person on this place, then yeah, that scares the shit out of some people. And like, yeah, they're like, let's make women really insecure. Let's make them fight each other and jealous of each other and make them feel like they can never attain these unreasonable beauty standards. And it's like, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's so cool. I don't know. As you were talking, they just kept showing me the yin and yang. Like yeah. The, what is that? Is it just the yin yeah. yang? Is that what that sign is called? So, yeah. Yeah. And it's like you need it all together because oh, yeah. otherwise it's almost like the female is almost too harsh. Yeah. Whereas if you have that masculine who's got the discipline. Yeah. I feel like that's what yeah. the divine masculine is so good at. Like the discipline, that this is the way it's got to be, the regimented and the providing yeah. and the this, the this, the this. No, and you need both. And because you, I just, like, I can see how that's so important piece of the puzzle because the divine feminine, I think, could get so out of hand so quickly. So impartial. Right? Like, so, yeah, so. It's like it needs the structure. Yeah. Or, like. I feel, when I see the guy, the mother guy that I'm talking about, she just doesn't, she's not going to go out and like killing people. She's not power hungry. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't care if people live or die. Right. Cause she's like the ultimate, she can control it all. So when you have that like discipline in the male side of things, it's like, nah, there should be some structure. We should care about some things. <laughs> I just feel like when you talked about her, my heart chakra just got big and big and big and big and just all encompassing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it just kept going and going. Well, if you have emotions, but no, I hate to use the word control. That's not what I'm trying to say. See, this is the problem with channeling spirit right here. Is yeah. sometimes words don't come to you. Yeah. And it's all feelings and pictures. And oh, you're God, like, it's so hard to ah, the fuck does that mean? You know, yeah. but it's, I know what you mean. It's like this big, and it just kept, if it's an emotion in my chest and then it could be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until like the blob that just swallows things up. All the time, <laughs> yeah. You that's know? a perfect way to describe how um, it feels. Yeah. Yeah. But yet you bring the divine masculine in and it's like, it just quells it. Yeah. And, and it- then just to like, not just hate on men either. So the sun is supposed to be masculine and the moon is feminine. 
Yeah. And then, so the sun is masculine, the moon is feminine. And then the, the ocean is also supposed to be masculine and water. So uh, really, yeah. I attribute that more to feminine energy because of the emotions. Well, what we think about, it just depends. I'm thinking it's talking about like the quality, like the characteristics. So it depends because the water is often tied to the moon and things like that. But what they talk about in the creation stories is the sun is masculine. The water is masculine. So mother earth can't necessarily produce if the sun doesn't shine and the rain doesn't pour. So like, cool. You still need all of it. That's so cool. I never thought of it. I always pictured water as the feminine, but that makes so much more sense. It's like the seed, right? Like kind of thing. So it's cool. That's part of the creation story. So you still need both, but you see how mother earth is just like, you know, really is the woman too. Anyway, fuck have we ever went on a tangent? Oh my God. Right. (laughs) But again, this would be an example of channeling. Yeah. Because would Definitely. you normally talk like that or about that? No, I don't even no. know where that came from. <laughs> no, and the whole like, oh, what is this emotion? How do I put that into words? Yeah. Fuck me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's what I mean. You just got to blab sometimes and let it come out. Yeah. No, but it's just so neat. And then it's like, even with channeling spirit for this, for example, like sometimes I don't know how I know things. I just like feel them and I start talking about them. And then later, like an actual really prolific channeler would be like, this is what our timeline is right now. And it's happened to me today. My sister and I have been talking about how we feel like we're coming home to ourselves right now. Mm -hmm. That like all these masks and things we thought we had to be are just shedding away. And we're starting to go back to our roots, like old books we used to love, music we used to love, things we used to love ways of being how we spend our time like we're just like shuffling off these layers and her and I've been talking about it a lot and then I was reading this girl who I often followed for um her knowledge about what's happening in the timelines and she's talking about shedding old identities and I'm like what the fuck so you know you just channel that out of nowhere like how could you know yeah it's so funny because I'll get stuff in my in my meditations or not even let's be honest, it'll just drop in because that's, I'll have a meditation and fall asleep because 99% of my shit just drops in. Yeah. I mean, it gets stuff when I meditate, but 99% is it just drops in. So, and I'll be like, huh, interesting. And then again, I I just don't pay attention to it. I think is the problem and realize that this is like a channeled message and I should, because again, I'm supposed to be talking about these things and I don't because it just doesn't fucking occur to me. But then I'll some I'll come across, and again, it will be completely random, some person I've never seen before on Instagram or YouTube or something, and they're talking about the exact same message. Exactly. And I'm like, 100%. Oh. And that's another thing about, like, getting to that authenticity part and asking, say, I'm ready to receive. Part of the equation for that, too, is, like, you have to slow the fuck down. Mm-hmm. to pick up those messages. You can't be buzzing around with these busy freaking schedules and all this and all that because you're not going to hear it. And then again, conspiracy corner with Kayla. Why do you think society has structured us to the point where we're so fucking busy every day? Your kids got this, you've got this, volunteer, donate, sports, work till six, make dinner, do homework. It's deliberately trying to distract you from listening because if you're listening, you're going to break out of the mold. And then if you're out of the mold, you can't be controlled. And the people at the top don't have your back to sit on anymore. You're out of the equation. And that's what this whole spiritually spiritual movement is. This 5D ascension is. 
it is breaking down of that pyramid that we've been carrying all the people on and like coming into our true self and our truth. So think about what you're doing and who told you you had to do that. Because if you can really break it down enough, you'll see that almost all of it is to distract you from you. That's literally what I do in a lot of my coaching sessions. Yes. Is we find out, okay, who am I on an authentic level? Because if you're living inauthentically, which let's 99.99999% of us are, we put masks on, like you say, or hats, or, you know, I have to be this way when I'm here. It's like, no, you don't. You can be the same across the board. Right? Exactly. But we're taught and conditioned that. So we're, we believe because we're conditioned that no, no, that's inappropriate. I can't be like that. Or that's not acceptable. Oh my God. My whole life story is coming out right now. This is Randy. So like, I obviously am living really authentic in my workspace, but Kayla's life space, like, fuck, we're struggling. Like we live in a small community. So it's like to start talking about conspiracy corner with Kayla over here, like (laughs) to start talking about these things, people don't want to fucking hear it. And it's hard to be authentic in every aspect. So. I actually have a coaching session with Randy next week. Yes. And I <laughs> going to help me get these imprints out of here. Yeah. Just message me, guys. I still have a couple of spaces left um, with my coaching special pricing. But, yeah, no, it's it's crazy yeah. when you break down to who you are on a core level and why and where did the conditioning come from. And holy fuck, it's eye-opening. Yeah. So it's I just love shit like that. <laughs> I know. And it's like, I can see it. Clearly I'm talking about it, but it's sometimes difficult to sift through your own imprints. Like I'll be like, Randy and I will get together and hang out or whatever. And I'll be talking about my problems. And she's like, Oh God, like, why do you think that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And she calls me on things that I normally wouldn't have noticed because that's what an imprint is. I'm so aware of the imprinting, but I'm not aware of the impact it sometimes has on me still. Yeah. So. Well, because we all attach, uh, oh my God, I could go on a whole tangent about how like we attach. Here's the thing. <sighs> We've evolved to the point where we have to attach meaning to everything. Nothing can just be. This is why none of us are present. Yes. Right? Because we have to have meaning for everything and we have to make it mean something. And, you know, if it doesn't, it's not worth anything. And, you know, so we've attached subconsciously, we attach meaning to everything that happens to us. So when something really, really is an imprint in our lives, a core memory, it's because we have attached a deep, deep meaning to it. And 99% of the time, when I were like, let's say I were to ask Kayla, well, what did you make that mean? She'd be like, what are you talking about? Because it subconsciously you did it and you don't know what it is. Yeah. So crazy. Fuck. And like, we've been so, I don't even, it depends how you, you guys were raised, but I, I was raised really to think about everybody but myself. So Mm -hmm. almost all of my meanings I've attached be like, to be a good daughter, it looks like this, or a good partner or a good community member, it looks like this. And that shit will fuck you with your karma. Karma doesn't care what meanings you attach to things. Karma cares if you're being authentic and real to yourself. So when we go out into the world and do everything for everyone else, guess what? We find ourselves with the worst karma and we find ourselves empty and without money and without meaning, without purpose, because we gave it all away to everyone else. And if that's what you want to do, karma will say, as you fucking wish, you want to give it away and have nothing left for you. You got it. You want to be miserable living the life that's not yours? Be my guest. Yeah. Right. 
So it's pretty crazy when you dive deep. And you know what? I am so glad that I helped people dive deep and that I had to go through this process mm-hmm. myself at a very rapid, rapid speed. I might bad, but it's it's so eye-opening. And I think a lot of people, because I've been so weird my whole life, <laughs> they'll be like, oh no, she's been authentic since day one. <laughs> Bitch, no, I haven't. This last year, MJ. Sorry guys, you hear that? This- we're going to go see what she is barking at. But no, this whole year, like the last year, sure, I've been authentic or more authentic than normal. But that's it. That is it. I have not been authentic realistically until then. And my authenticity, I've always been two different people. The person, like the weirdo inside has almost always been there. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's ever been willing to hide, but am I going to share it or not is a different thing. Am I going to talk about what I really feel and think about on a day-to-day basis? No, I still, still to this very day, after I've made a a very like solid foundation business-wise, I have like, I'm not like, oh, I'm rich, but I have control over my money and my manifestations now. So things always work out in my favor. And To this day, I've made an abundant living on being my true self and speaking about things I'm passionate about. But in my personal life, I will go out in public and I'll talk about this, that and the other. And then I will come home and just overanalyze and feel anxious. Like, I wish I never said that. I'm never going back to that place. I hope I never see that person again. I still do that. I did that last week. Yeah. Every now and again, my ego butts in and it's like, Ooh, I wouldn't talk about that. You might lose the clients that you've worked so hard to build. And I'm like, oh no, maybe. And then I think, no. Why not even with my clients? It's like my friends and family. Oh, that I could give a fuck about. Oh God, teach me your ways because it just drives me (laughs) insane. Remember even we went for lunch the other day and that person came and thanked me for the information that I gave them. And that was one of the things I was like, why the fuck did I say that? Yep, exactly. And I was like, oh my God, here comes anxiety, Kayla. And there was no reason for it. No. (laughs) Because, let's say it together now, kids, you can't fail at being yourself. Woo! (laughs) So speaking of channeled messages, one of the things, and I keep meaning to do Instagram lives or stories or whatever the fuck, I don't know. Technology doesn't work for me. They never fucking work. I don't know. But one of the things... <laughs> it's true. It's, it is true. You've seen it. I have seen it. But one of the things that have been coming up repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly as messages and um, messages specifically for the collective is about fear and how, you know, we're living in it and we're stuck in it and how do we get out and all of that good stuff. So that is going to be our topic next week yes and i have a lot to say on that topic about moving into the next phase of your life like leaving that shitty job and leveling up your abundance so you'll want to check in check in for that one 150 percent yeah it's going to be a good one it's going to be important yeah and uh something you definitely are not going to want to miss but we'll leave it here for this week because i'm sure we've all talked your ear off and channel a bunch of random nonsense yes random (laughs) and we did channel because you guys 
I want to come across as professional and prepared, but let's be honest, we was not prepared today. No. And when I always know I channel if I can't fucking remember what I said. Exactly. Like if I actually would have premeditated that and thought it out, I'd be able to recall it. But when you're channeling, you can't remember what you said very well. Like when I re-listen to these, I, I must channel the whole time. Because when I re-listen to these, I'll remember things that you've said. Mm -hmm. But I'll listen and go, fuck, I said that? Yeah, totally. I sound smart, you know? And I'm like... And I've watched you channel. I can tell that, like, she's grand. You'll come up with this concept. And she's like, she doesn't know where it's going. I can see the fear on her face. She's like, how the <laughs> fuck am I going to wrap this up? And I'm like, there it is. Boom. <laughs> Channeled messages from spirit. <laughs> That's so funny. Maybe that's what we'll call this one, channeled messages from spirit. But no. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. But anyways, guys, make sure you don't miss next episode. If you've missed any of our other episodes, flip back and give them a listen because there's lots of great content just like this. Lots of laughs, lots of oh, good yeah. information. And uh, for now, we thank you for being here. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.